So if you notice like an uptick in motivation and drive and just taking better care of yourself from the VFX staff, I just want you to know it's all McCall's fault. I'm sorry. You Question mark. I've been really motivated. I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts and reading a lot of different books. And I've been in this like self-motivation kick of yes, uh, getting my life together, really. And one of the things that, that really kind of triggered it, really kind of started it all off, was this book... Uh, by a guy, by his name is Jason Kalipa. He's a world CrossFit champion, and I've been kind of listening to I it. I want you to know, I have to very strongly fight the urge to say that second part before you do, because I know what it is, because you've said his name so many times. I but for some reason, know. you always have like this pregnant pause before you say what he does. And I was like, he's a world, world, world CrossFit champion. It's fine. So anyway, he gives this breakdown of how to be really... Awesome. Impactful in literally everything that you do in every aspect of your life. Anyway, one of the things that you have to do is you have to assess your why. You have to assess why you're doing this because if you fall back on why am I doing this and you just go, "Mm -hmm," you're going to stop. You're going to stop whatever it is that you're doing. So I started thinking about it and I've been coming to all sorts of different conclusions about my own personal whys in my life. Why am I working out? What is it that is driving me to work out? Why do I want to be working out? Uh, why do I do my job? What is the reason behind me wanting to do my job? And, you know, why are we just, just everything that I'm doing has been me questioning my why so that I can solidify it so that I can be more, I guess, more impactful and, and more driven in every aspect of life. AJ and McCall's uh, debated. I hope that makes sense. No, it does. Why makes sense? Why are you doing what you're doing? You should be having an answer for like any question. Right. I can help you out with that. I know someone who has a great why. Okay, perfect. Job. Let me see if I can get him on the phone here in about ten minutes. We're gonna find out the whys of Of your job. Yeah. Right. How'd you end up there? Why do you do it? Why do you do what you do? When it comes to a why, do you do what you do? There's one person that I would refer to every time because. Honestly, they do something I could never do. Right. Me too. AJ McCall's debate at 8 on VFX. So I've decided to call on the services of my very lovely girlfriend one more time. Ashley, what do you do and why do you do it? I work with people with disabilities, with adults. I started it in high school. Um, This is a peer tutor class. I needed an extra credit. And I had never worked with anyone with disabilities before, really been around anyone like that. And I instantly fell in love with it. It was like one of those things, and I feel like kind of silly saying it, that you just feel like you're like meant to do. Um, I love the clients. Um, they make my days good. They make me happy. I could be having the worst day ever. And I love going into work and just being around them. They put a smile on your face. I feel like if more people had their outlook on life, that the world would be a better place because they just always find the good in everything. And it's just, it's a great and rewarding job. I feel like I get more out of it than like what they get out of it. So yeah, I love what I do. (laughs) And that is one of the main reasons I love her. Thanks, babe. That's a good, I think it's a good why. I couldn't do obviously. it. I could not do I don't, it. I don't think I could either. I think there's a strength that goes with it. Uh, we want to hear about your whys, about your jobs, about what it is that, that you do, why you do what you do. We want to hear the passion. I love hearing people's 
passion. I love watching people's passion. You know, we got to sit down with Jason Wise the other day. Uh, he was doing a, he had a workshop going on at Logan High School last just night. last night. And it was about the the dangers of online predators, the dangers of, of what your kids are dealing with. Uh, we got to sit down and interview him for a podcast. And if you missed it, it's just drop the mic, AGM McCall, drop the mic, special edition. But he, he gave his why. And that's something well, I, I like I, his a lot because he I didn't do just too. give his why. He said it was a difference between... It was, was it a, a calling and, and a, a passion. Calling. Yeah. yeah. His difference was your was your passion and your calling. And some people feel very passionate towards something, but there's some things that you feel called to do. Yeah. And it's it's You could feel it too when he talks. Yeah, about it. it's amazing. Like listening to him, seeing him speak about it was was very powerful. But it's something that I love. I love seeing f- people fulfill their callings or express their passions like one of the specific examples i can think of ex ambassadors had their concert at usu's end of your bash a couple of weeks ago and during their performance like i loved watching them perform i loved watching sam's brother i can't remember what his name is off the top of my head i loved watching him perform and watching the passion, the calling, everything come out onto the piano keys as he was performing. Casey. Casey. I loved watching that. That's something that I've always been very... I I just... I love seeing people so passionate about something and chasing their dreams. There's something about people chasing their dreams that is motivating and inspiring to me. So whatever your job may be, if you love your job... Why are you in it? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. You can give us a call. Call like us, Ashley did please. Well. 435-787-0945. I want to help hear a call. it. Find her why. I know my why. I'll tell you my why. Okay. I'll tell you my why after Sam Smith and Armani will help McCall find hers for the debate at eight in five minutes. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX to be part of the debate at eight because McCall is searching for her why. A little bit. I mean, I know my why. I'm I'm thinking about it right now, and I'm thinking a little bit about my why, but I want to solidify it because, you know, it's important to reassess where you're at in your job, in your career, in, in your working out, in wherever you may be uh, spiritually, wherever you may be. It's good to reassess. Think about your why. Think about your purpose. Think about why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, of course. And so I've been reassessing a little bit, trying to make sure that I'm still on my right path, if that makes sense. Reason why? My why, McCall? The reason why? It's easy. Chicks, money, power, and chicks. Thank you, Dr. Cox. Oh, my gosh. It's whatever. When I first got into radio, that was at least partially true. I thought it was a cool job, and it was a good story. Right. Uh, Since then, as I have matured. Matured. It's really just become um, a really cool way to, one, not have to pay for therapy. Right. Two, to... It's, it's a cheap therapy. It really is. To lend my uh, influence, I suppose. Right. I don't consider my celebrity. Not no. that. But like, I was raised by old school DJs, and the belief is you have two two responsibilities if you're on on uh, a radio station entertain and inform yep and the older i get the more i really enjoy that the more i get uh, enjoy like when we help out um ashley who we my girlfriend called and talked about she works with um mentally challenged and and physically disabled kids they come to weenie wednesday right and they are so pumped that they get to come hang out with us in the park 
every Wednesday over the summer and get free hot dogs. They're adorable, That too. is amazing. Right. Uh, the stuff we've gotten to do with uh, Relay for Life yep. is awesome. The passion to see people have and the, to know that just I'm just a small part of something yep. awesome happening. Yep. That's really what it is. And honestly... It, it became, a, at a certain point, it became, a, I don't really want to get a different job. And right. don't get me wrong, there's a lot of work that goes into us, but it's way more fun to me than anything else. See, and I've just been doing doing some reassessing. So, like, if you've got, whatever your job is, if you're passionate about your job, we want to hear from you. We want to know what your why is. What sparked you wanting to do what you do? Uh, paramedics, EMTs, vets, we'd love to hear everything. You know, what 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 makes you want to do what you do? Uh, you can call us. Our number is 435-787-0945 or message us anonymously. I've been spending a lot of time trying to figure out, McCall, what is your why? And I think I've, I think I've figured it out. I think my why uh, goes back to when I was younger. And I was about, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years old. And I discovered the radio and all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, fun fact. I actually grew up listening to VFX. So that's something that's really cool. But I grew up and I would go out to volleyball tournaments every Saturday and I would grow up and I listened to Rick D's every single Saturday religiously. Loved it. Wake up at six, turn it on, listen. Because I loved Rick Dees and I loved what he what he brought to it and I loved his personality and I thought I could do that. I love this. As I've grown up, because when I first got into radio, I went in and I said, you know, I want to be a DJ because I think I could, could be good at it. And as I grew up and I started doing more in the community and going more to um, conferences and sitting and talking, I've discovered I'm a weird individual. Okay, I was weird in high school. We're all weird. Right. But I was weird in high school. I was a little off. I didn't really make very many friends. Like I had friends, but I wasn't really like popular, quote unquote. I don't know that anybody's popular, but growing up, that has that that that's been something as I've grown over the past two years that has kind of triggered with me because I was a weird kid. Because I was somebody that wasn't really like, oh well, I'm gonna be whatever. I wanna be friends with people. But I don't really have that many friends. And so it was something that I think has has turned into my why because I'm a little different. But we're all a little different. And I kind of want to set that as an, as an example and be a precedent, I guess, of it's okay to be a little weird. You know, it's okay to be who you are and accept who you are and love who you are and love everything about yourself. And uh, that's where my passion for radio has really come in. And my why has really transitioned into... Just be you. Yeah. Just be you. I agree. I was a weird kid too. Uh, Isabel may be a little bit uh, too young to be working, but she can have a wife for your dream job. What's your dream job, Isabel? My dream job would probably working be like working at a zoo because I love animals. I love that. I love that so much. I wanted to be a vet growing up because I loved animals. And then I discovered that I couldn't be a vet. You need further proof. Just go check out our Instagram story. It still has a little bit of time left for it. Expires about McCall's love for saving animals. I had a breakdown yesterday on air about dogs and the passion that I have for dogs. But it's something that I just, I, I couldn't do because I think it would, it would, Break my heart too much. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Like Isabel called, tells her dream job. What's the why? Calls trying to solidify hers for the debate today. What's the reason you do what you do? What and why?
Two very important questions, two simple questions, but very important when you talk about yourself for the debate date. AJ and McCall, what and why? What do we do? We're in radio. Why are we in radio? Well, like Dr. Cox said, chicks, money, power, and chicks. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a great way to be a part of a community and help make a difference in a community is really what it boiled down to for me and McCall. Once everyone know, you could be the weird kid. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Honestly, you can love who you are. The weird and... kid's going to win out in life. Yep. Uh, Ginger's on the phone. What, uh, what, what's going on, Ginger? What do you got for the debate today? Hey, AJ McCall. I have a question. I have a second interview uh, tomorrow, and I'm a little concerned because I'm a mother of two toddlers, and I caught a baby bottle in the eye the other day, and now my eye is black and blue, and I don't know if my interview will go over too well. I'm afraid they're going to think, you know, like I'm a crazy person or whatever. So what should I do about that? Um, You want to take that one, makeup expert? There's a couple of really good makeup. Black eye. Yeah, there's a couple of really good makeup options with that uh, to cover it up. But I also can see the concern because um, you don't want to cake it on. You don't want to cake on the makeup. You don't want to show up for a second job interview with like a cakey amount of makeup, especially in comparison to the first interview that you did. I've made that mistake before. Um, and it also depends on where your black eye is black at, because like if it's underneath, then okay. But if it's like up onto your eyelid, then you've got some issues there. Cause all you can do is like a big, dark, smoky look. And then it's like, you know what we stand for here, right? Like you got to make sure that. Do you do that when it's, thank you for the question. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you do that when you went in the job interviews? Because you normally, you're saying is I'm either nothing or full on drag. Right. So do you full on drag? Because I feel like subtlety's key. Well, I normally, I'll do like a full on glam natural look, but it's usually glammed out. I don't put on fake eyelashes usually for like job interviews. So that's one thing that I can take away from it, but I'll usually do like a I don't know. It's been two years since I had a job interview. You know what I mean? So it's it's been a hot minute. Before then, I didn't know what I was doing with makeup also. I I've practiced a lot over the past two years. like you could explain that away? Like I'm sure that you I'm could. Hey, I'm a mom of two kids. Right? I know how bad this looks right now. But there's not really a way yeah, for you to be like, timing. oh, yeah. So uh, this is what's happening. And she said she's a single mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That would be hard. I think you explained that way. I, I've never even had a black eye before. Really? I don't think so. Oh. I got a black black eye. I thought I broke my nose once when I was playing volleyball. Um, And so then I got two. I got two black eyes. Oh. It sucked. The full-on raccoon look. It was not fun. Uh. Yeah, if I've never had to interview somebody in this situation either. So, like, if you are a person that is in a hiring position. Because you, you totally notice. Right. Absolutely How would notice. you handle this? How would you handle somebody coming in with a black Can you eye? Ask about that? No, you can't. I'm sure that you can't. But how would you how would you handle that kind of a situation? I'm sure people are listening right now. Our hypothetical Karen is listening right now. Oh my gosh! How dare you assume? Come on, we're humans. Everybody assumes things, okay? Whether you want to act like holier than thou and you don't assume things, everybody assumes. I think you could everybody chit chat your way either pre or post interview and be like, Whoa, possibly. What happened? Where'd you get shiner? Right, nice shiner. And see how they answer. I guess. I yeah. Man, I don't know. I, I would be anxious too because. 
I mean, because what would you do? Yeah. Aren't Utah's VFX all social media? Yeah. 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. I got to ponder this. Yeah, me too. What should Ginger do? She got a black eye. She caught a baby bottle in the eyes, what she said, from one of her kids. She's got a her second toddlers. <laughs> so, man, do you just explain that one away? It's the debate today. Ginger had a problem for the debate today. We went from the what and why for your jobs to I have a black eye. What, what do, do I, I do? do for the debate today? Uh... Because she said she doesn't want to be flaky and say, hey, I can't come in. I'm sorry. Which is totally understandable. Um, Did she rock an eye patch? No. (laughs) What happened? I got punched in the face. I'm actually a pirate. I thought you should know the real me as you get ready to make your decision. Oh, gosh. I think you can explain it away. I have no idea. I mean, of course, I think there's an assumption you can make with a black eye, but... I, I feel think like you could just ask, like, well, what happened? It, I don't think you can. I really don't think that you can in an interview situation. Like, the only, like, you can't ask how old people are. You can only ask if they're over 18, and that's it. Like, those kinds of questions when you're interviewing, it's very strict what you can and cannot ask. Can you do one of those, okay, off the record? What happened? You didn't have a black eye when we talked to you last week. I should say when the first one was, but. No. I think that in Utah, especially, I think it's kind of. Like, you can say, I'm a mom. I've got kids. Before we go on, I'm sorry. I think, first of all, I think saying, giving the explanation in the first place probably gives you more personality, gives you more of a personal touch. It's more of a genuine, authentic, this is what happens. This is me. I've got two kids. Uh, Whatever his name is, ended up throwing a, I I caught a, a, Whatever bottle. bottle to the face. Yeah, but it's sippy mug. I don't, maybe I'm cynical, but if you just volunteer the information up front without any prompting, doesn't it look like you've concocted the story to cover up? Not you. You have a reason to share the story. Because honestly, I, I don't. I mean, she didn't say what the job was, but unless the job's like I model, there's not really a black guy shouldn't prevent her from doing her work. Well, it shouldn't. But the thing is, is, is people will still obviously look into it, and then you don't want like a like a social services case against you or no, anything I, along those I lines. I still think you could just hey, you don't mind me asking, like you you okay? I, what I don't think that you can as an employer. I really don't think that that's that's a question that can be asked in an interview for a job because I think that it's something that that is. It needs to be taken off of the record because it can be seen as discrimination because what if it's something that they just didn't notice before? What if it's like a scar? What if it's something like that? Like you can't ask those kinds of questions about like, like it's not deformities, obviously, but it's a bruise. Yeah, it's a bruise, but you can't ask those kinds of questions because you don't know whether they are or whether they're not. We're we're working on our internship program. One of our interns coming with a black eye. Please don't get seriously hurt. And let me ask the question and then we'll figure it out from then. I don't think that I really, AJ, genuinely do not think that you can ask that question. I think that it steps over the the guidelines for for interview. Have you ever had anything weird or bad that you've done happen interview in an interview? I had a couple of weird interviews in high school when I went to go work at a couple of different like food service jobs. Like there was once a question about, I don't even remember what the question was. It was totally out there. It was totally outlandish. It was something about like a giraffe. Uh, how would you save a giraffe? Do it was, it was something. you have something... an ethical problem with cooking giraffe right. burgers oh, gosh, here? Yes. No, there was something totally random about. What would you do for this giraffe? I I don't remember the situation. I don't remember the case by so case thing. I remember the job. The Sahara. Yeah, I remember the job, but I was so thrown off by it. But I I was like, what? 
I don't even understand what you're talking about. Um, I've had multiple interviews. I, I had an interview once that lasted for four hours. And that is a long I, interview. Well, it, yeah, it really was a long interview, but it was one that I had to drive from Vernal to come and do. And it was a really long you, interview. So and is I. Is it four hours? Did, like the interview itself was four hours? Yeah. The whole. Gee, no. and you had to. Dr- it takes four hours to get from Vernal to, to where I was going. That's what I'm saying. So it was. That's it was, commitment right there. Yeah. So it was an eight-hour drive all in all, but then my interview was like four hours. So I ended up waste, like using all day. It ended up being kind of wasting all day, but uh, lots of storytelling. Obviously, I'm not there now. Uh, it ended up being a lot of obviously storytelling and stuff along those lines. So I, I met a lot of people. I met a lot of people. Still, I wandered through a bunch of a different offices. Time. Such a long time. And then I didn't get the job and I was really disappointed because I was like, why would you have me here for four hours? Four hours that's, that's only to tell me. That's a punch in the crotch. Yeah. Let's only to tell that's me punch in the crotch. you don't have the job now. It was really sad. That's but. Wow. But I ended up in this position. And so I'm really happy because it ended up playing out just right. There was a plan, obviously. Um. What other interviews have I had that have been weird? I mean, the one that I had at the bank when I worked there was kind of off. Um, off how? I just thought that my boss hated me. I thought she hated me. But we go back to a conversation we had earlier because McCall has RBF and yeah. my boss had RBF bad. Come to find out she's one of my best friends. Why don't Love you converse her. with her on how she deals with it? I asked her. I said, um, hey, Magali. Why did you hate me when I first got hired? And she's like, I wanted you. What are you talking about? Like, I wanted you to come and work for us. It's like, well, during the interview, you just hated me. And she's like, oh, did I sit like this? I was like, yes. She's like, that's just my face, McCall. Yeah, it threw me off too. Sorry. I uh, had an internship that I almost got a virus on uh, my boss's computer. What? Yeah, I was going to do sports scores for uh, high school football Friday nights. And they asked me before I came into the interview, hey, find some places you could reference and show us that so we know that you, you know, you'll have reliable information for the high school scores. And I said, okay. So I found like three websites and I came in and he's like, all right, let's check out these websites. Make sure, you know, you did what your assignment basically because right. it's just an internship. So it's not like www.sportscores.com. No, it was not. Or s- I still know the first one. Oh, crazy. The one that I ended up using. Right. But anyway, one of them I had and I brought it in and his, his pop-up blocker came up and I said, oh, that's weird. I didn't have a problem with that. And he's like, okay, well, I'll check it out. So he he disabled it to look at the website and it did that. Your computer's been affected. Virus is dead. And he's like, oh my. And he's pulled the Ethernet and shut down his computer. And I was like, well... I'm not going to get this this internship because I just got a virus on the company oh, computer. Oh, gosh. Maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was something else that was in the background that uh, he had before. I got the internship, so <laughs> it must not have been too bad. But What and why was where this all started with uh, the debate today? What are you doing? Why is McCall's put basically the entire VFX staff in this self-improvement mindset? Sorry, not sorry. solidifying her why. And then... Ginger called us. Uh, she's getting a black. She got a black eye. She's getting a black eye. She already has one. <laughs> she got one. I hope Gosh. she doesn't get another one. But had a very important second interview and wasn't sure what to do. I I say go. I yeah, think, I do too. I do too. I'd say go. I'd go. say if they start looking at it weird because you can read people's social yes. cues. If they start looking at it, say, say I've got a toddler. Okay, the toddler threw a freaking sippy cup at my face. That's how it goes. But you can join I don't the have conversation kids. I don't know. I think that's al- how it goes. <laughs> you can join the conversation as always at Utah's VFX across all social media.